continuing on with bad TV shows, but this one about conspiracy's favorite theory, the JFK assassination. Was it the Cubans? Was it Castro? Was it the mob? All on 11 Let's find a show we never seen Here we are. It's the boys. We're back in town. We're here. We're feeling good. We're yeah. licking stuff. We're ready. COVID swinging. Licking stuff. What? The hell yeah, are we we're, licking? You know what we're licking? The opposition. Any podcast try and challenge us, we're gonna lick them. The yep. finale podcast was a, another podcast focused on series finales. Uh, they haven't made a new episode in months. We crushed them. Fucking losers. Crushed them. Ba, 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 ba. Yep, they're stupid. We're back in New York. We're instigating violence. Yes, we <laughs> came to. Find Rick Moranis. I don't know. I was going to joke <laughs> and say we came to slug Rick Moranis, but then I realized I don't know what kind of condition he's in. So if he's, if he's hurt, fine. He's, he's fine. I don't, but don't. He, he shrunk the, to, the the blast, so it's okay. Don't hit <laughs> random people on the street. I hate that stuff. Dude, how else are you going to get rights for your people? No, no. Let's not put it there. It's not a protest <laughs> movement. The knockout game is not a protest movement, it's just good, wholesome fun. <laughs> Wait, was he was Rick Moranis part of the knockout game? Is that yeah, what he was playing, and uh, someone <laughs> was upset about it. Rick Moranis sucker punched an old woman, and then another guy came over and beat him up. Yeah, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis was knocking people out on Instagram all day, and then he got punched back, and he fr- he lost his mind. Uh, Rick Moranis' story is really kind of beautiful. It is beautiful. He's back now. He's in that Mint Mobile uh, ad. Dude, that Mint so Mobile. So stupid though to do an ad. For Mint Mobile? He could just do a movie. No problem. Rick Moranis could be in a movie immediately. Oh, I love how you know more than Rick Moranis' manager. (laughs) Obviously, this is part of a coordinated comeback. And you know what Rick Moranis might want? A cool $2 million for... 15 minutes of work. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm interested in getting that Mint Mobile. It's so cheap. What is it? It's like a new, it's like a mobile company. I have community phone, dog. $18 a month. Jitterbug? This is, this is $15 a month. With, with data? With, with like, with I think six gigabytes of high speed Oh, that's data. savage. If I had two gigabytes, it would be 30 bucks. Yeah, it's, it's crazy cheap. I might get it. But it's got to come with like, Cutbacks. Yeah, you want to know what make you mad? Yeah. When you do budget mobile, there are no cutbacks. We're using the same network. I'm on Sprint's towers. It's just sold to me cheaper than Sprint gives it to their own customers. Yeah, That's I think ridiculous. there's there's only like three wireless networks, and all the companies just like rent the time of other companies, basically. Uh-huh. Like when like when you use a cheap network, they're using like they're renting the Sprint's network time, or whatever. And because you're a rental, like they've rented in bulk. Sprint towers have to privilege your phone calls over real Sprint callers. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it's crazy. That's that great. Is if you're paying for a big four, I mean, I guess if you're in a family plan, it, it, the math might work out differently. But if you're in your 20s and you're not on your parents' plan, you know, maybe a lot of the Bushwick cats are. But if you're paying your own phone bill, you should just be on a budget carrier. It's so much cheaper. It's comical. It's a little uh, little financial advice for you guys. And then you can mm. add to your blue collar bona fides by saying you're on a budget carrier. Yeah. <laughs> yes. By sitting around, by you can really look like 
You can really look real and poor when you have to open up your phone and buy minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I use a Sam's Club calling card. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone will be like, damn, that guy is destitute. Speaking of uh, blue collar American guys who yes. had to fight for everything they got. JFK. Fran- oh, I was going to say James Franco. J- <laughs> James Kennedy. Franco is legitimately partially Portuguese, unlike Kevin Spacey. Oh, and he's got allegations, so that makes yeah. sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's a great representative he does. for the Not people. good. I don't like his, James his Franco's allegations. His allegations are minimal, though. Comparatively, though, hey, the wine hey, hey, let's not minimize, but they are still twisted. He was, what was he doing? Dude, he was coaching I, I an acting I, yeah, class. I was going to say, I don't really know. He was coaching <laughs> an acting class. Yeah. So he's in a position of power, very clearly. And he's James Franco, so he's in a position of power. I know, but power. I don't want to get in that. Cause if, just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean you're always in power. You know what I mean? Like, uh, who's who's a hot celebrity? Justin Bieber is not in a position of power over a random passerby because he's <laughs> hot, sexy, and rich. <laughs> that You know what I mean? But James Franco is in charge of a class. That's a position of power. He would do scenes with the people in the class, the women. He would do n- sex scenes in his class, and he removed saran wrap a few times and like uh, he performed uh, non-consensual cunnilingus on a student. What? Yes. Saran wrap? Is it possible to say that it's art, though? If you do, then you're a twisted person who is abusive in spite of the art. Right, right. So, but is it possible that? So wait, he, you can't eat pussy on stage. I have no I mean, idea. Jack, of what? all the people to say that, you're going to say you oh, can't eat pussy on point. stage? That's a big and, part and, of my ass. And you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, do you need to practice getting eaten out for your acting <laughs> career? I feel like, you know, if you have one of those scenes, <laughs> you'll wing it. You'll be able to figure that out, right? Thanks. I mean, you, the more you do things, the better you get. So, I mean, that's I so weird. Why the, would he do that? Because he probably is an egomaniac. He's abusive and he's perverted. Yeah, he probably just figured that, like, no one will stop him. Yeah, that's what they think a lot, I think. But it, so I don't want to poo poo his allegations. You know, then we don't poo poo. And we'll talk about a show. Well, PP. <laughs> <laughs> he also had the one where he went on like the Regis and Kelly show because like he DM back and forth with like a sixteen-year-old for a minute. He went on a talk show to promote that. Well, no, no. He he went on to a talk show. It. He went on the talk show to apologize. And just be like, to be honest, I didn't know she was sixteen. She told me like deep into the conversation. My B, folks. Make sure you're checking before that. <laughs> he sort of like played it off pretty funny, to be honest. Yeah, well, did, he did, did, did Regis make some funny quips about it? <laughs> you're going to fuck this girl. <laughs> She's a teenager. <laughs> Sean Connery's like, you should have beat her off. <laughs> Sean Connery. We stand with Sean Connery over James Franco. Well, no. <laughs> Sean Connery just beat his wife. Do you think that's okay? I think it's better than the allegations than James you, Franco. You do? I don't know. What I do don't you know. Think? If we have to play better. I don't. I don't want to get. Which, I don't want to get into the categorization and and tier lists of which was, crimes against yeah, women are the best. It was unacceptable. Is what it was. What James did or Sean? Both of them did. <laughs> it was unacceptable. But Sean what is right about wrong. women always needing the last word. They always have to get the last word. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I agree. I think women sometimes have the penultimate word. Why do they use Sharon rap on the genitals? You think? <laughs> Yeah, why do it? Wait, so the pussy is covered in saran wrap on stage. So it's to prevent your creepy teacher from eating your pussy without your consent. But you know what would be creepier if he kept the he ate it over. You know what would be you know be funnier wrap. though if it was aluminum foil instead. <laughs> A tinny feeling. She thinks she was on her period. Oh. <laughs>
<laughs> this is why I'm bad. <laughs> this show is 11 63 I'll give the quick breakdown. It's a mini-series. James Franco is a time traveler who goes back in time to save JFK from assassination. He comes back. It's unleashed a whole new timeline. He doesn't like it. Yes. He falls in love with this woman, Sadie. Right. And then she's older, and then he dances with her, and they have kind of a hot he, and heavy senior citizen <laughs> moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he, uh, what, what, he's trying to save JFK because he's hoping that will change the timeline, and he won't commit those crimes against women. <laughs> 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 well, that's actually a good point. We don't actually know why he wanted to save JFK. No, he did. He wants to save JFK because he thinks it will be better off for the world. But so this is interesting. Uh, we had this discussion. Jack called me out previously when we did Hunters. How I said I, I don't like revenge fantasies because I'm not really a vengeful guy. Mm-hmm. Similarly, I would never use a time machine to go kill someone. I think the world is what it is. I wouldn't. I wouldn't manipulate the timeline. What about that's old, What about old Adolf Hitler? I would not manipulate the timeline. Would hmm. you, what about the per- first person who got COVID? I'm going to do the Mike Pence situation. I would not manipulate the timeline. I would like to talk about al-Baghdadi. Okay, we, <laughs> we, we killed al-Baghdadi. I feel good about that. I would not manipulate the timeline. The American people know. Okay, one. yeah. Now, this is... Uh, would you manipulate the timeline? You oh, even, yeah. You, yeah, you would? Yeah. What would you, you do? You, would, I, would make, I would make myself like rich, famous, powerful. How would you do that? You have to go back and do stuff, though. Yeah, well, what I would do is I would go back and put money in an interest-bearing account in like, you know, 1881. <laughs> oh, okay. And cool. that would grow and I would be rich. I thought you were going to say like in 1984. And I was like, I don't <laughs> know that you would I would that much force... I would get famous because I would extort celebrities because I was, I'd go back in time, make them do blackface, take photos of it, <laughs> and then come back to present <laughs> that day is a good and say, one. I have photos of you in blackface, Donald That's Trump. That's literally brilliant. Yes. That's actually <laughs> hilarious so what, brilliant. What year do you go back to for the for your blackface photos? What 2012 year? was when it really oh, became a problem. Yeah, it was too big. So you go to 81. You rack them up in the 80s. Yeah. And, and, then, and then that way you're getting people who are going to be 100 millionaires, too, by the time they... That's a good point. If, then, if I had John Travolta in blackface, well, if I had Tom dude, Cruise in blackface... And then you're, you're, you, you need to think 4D, right? If, yeah. you, if you take down <laughs> hundreds of people with blackface, yeah. inevitably racist white people who don't want to feel bad about that are going to be saying, well, what about whiteface? You get Jay-Z in whiteface. He has to go down, yes. too, as a sacrificial <laughs> lamb. You're right. I'll get Michael Jackson in whiteface. Dude, and then in blackface. That's a good one. <laughs> white Mike in... In blackface would be oh. very interesting. <laughs> wow! So that yeah, I would I would manipulate the time, dude. Line. That would be incredible if that's. And what you I would for. I would tell Ro- Robert Kraft to not go into the the orchids of Asia. He'd be walking to orchids of Asia. And you would tackle him. Said, no, he, he would say, "There's literally nothing you can do to stop me from my passion." <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna go get jacked off by a woman who doesn't speak yeah, English. Yeah, if Mirna couldn't stop me, this stranger can't. No one's gotta get the last word. <laughs> Mirna didn't have the last word. She's well, dead. rest in peace, Mirna. I don't want to besmirch your memory. I'm just I saying do. that he probably did it his whole life, he, including when he had. He work. didn't besmirch Mirna at all by never, getting jerked off by a, a sex worker. He was empowering women. And <laughs> do you think he did that for Mirna's legacy? <laughs> he had a photo of Mirna in his hand. <laughs> so I think it's respectful. <laughs> this is based off of an incredibly long ass Stephen King novel. It's like a oh, thousand pages. Yeah, it's just Stephen King. I requested Stephen King, so now I feel mildly culpable that I got us involved in this. Did yeah. we do three Stephen King movies shows this uh, October? We did Nosferatu, which is Joe Hill, Stephen King's son. We did Eleven Twenty Six Three. No, just two. What was the other one? I mean, we've done uh, the Miss. We've done things in the oh, past. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, we've done. Well, this is a Stephen King podcast. Basically. Basically. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, we the did. only Stephen King podcast where three hosts have never read Stephen King. <laughs> we did um, Storm of the Century. That's a big. You oh, love Storm of the Century. I lo- my family loves Storm, Storm of the Century. Storm of the Century was pretty good, and we hilariously just did I think part three of a three part TV movie. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, give me what I want, and I will go away. I knew it. See, Spooky. and you know what? We Lanouge. skipped. This might have been a long movie, but we skipped right to the good stuff, baby. We're on the day. We're, We're on, on the, the day. day. He's going to the Texas Book Depository. We start off with. Do you guys a know a lot about the Kennedy assassination? I, no. There's a good podcast. The last podcast on the left. It's a Please famous one. Please do not promote other <laughs> podcasts. On and our they podcast. did like a six part series on it. That's pretty in depth. And the conclusion that he comes up with, Marcus, the guy who does all the research, is that yeah, he seems very bright. He's super smart, I think. And his thing is that like he thinks that most likely a. That John Wilkes Booth, or what's the guy's name? Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald took the first shot, and then a jumpy CIA agent took the second shot, accidentally turning around, and that's the bullet that went through his head. Oh, that's Just, an amazing theory. I love that. It, there's, like, there's, evidence, there's a whole book that backs it up. Wait. That makes it embarrassing enough that they would not say that the president was killed well, accidentally. That's why they... That's why last podcast on the left like, comes to terms with most about these conspiracies is like... The government is incompetent. So the, all this like backdoor stuff that people like 9-11 inside job, also, people aren't capable of doing that because we're just not good at do, making these things Plan, happen. Plans fall apart. Plans fall apart. People suck at putting like the amount of paperwork that would be <laughs> uncovered is like. Insane. But so uh, I want to get this clear that Marcus's theory is that is this theory that some like a CIA agent was like had his gun trained in the area. And There's then it, it accidentally, when he heard the shot, his his rifle, he accidentally fires and hits Kennedy. Yeah, so he... But he's not there to kill Kennedy. No, he's no. not there to kill Kennedy. It's like truly an accident. He's there to protect the president. Yes, and he hears the first shot. He turns around and makes another shot because... All those guys, all like the CIA agents were out like the night before drinking too. So it's drink, it's alcohol. Oh. Alcohol killed Kennedy. Always. Is it always in some ways, Yancey Butler is responsible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay, I, I like that theory a lot. It is pretty evident from the Zapruder film, which is featured in this show, yes. that he was shot from two different, like, is that really earnestly disputed by anyone who looks into it? The reason I have not looked into it is, I don't want to become a Kennedy conspiracy guy. <laughs> That's a tough road to there's, go. Because there's nothing that can come from it. I mean, it's I'm bitter, already, it's angry, and I'm, it goes nowhere. I'm already a Ted Kennedy conspiracy guy. Well, Capiche, t- is a good, Capiche is a government agent. <laughs> what? Capiche was a government Mary agent. Mary Jo Capiche. Oh, Capiche. She was a government assassin, yeah. famously. She was a government assassin trying to take him out. Tried to take him out, and he had to drown her in his car. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that theory. I yeah. think it's interesting. And I don't Mary think Jo Capiche was actually the gunman, the CIA agent <laughs> who shot JFK <laughs> accidentally, but she got a taste for blood, Kennedy blood specifically. This is all <laughs> born from the mind of Stephen King, who's one of these... He's one of these guys who thinks that, like, the moment that JFK died, that the country, like, changed and lost its innocence. And basically, I, I view it as someone just pining for childhood, you know? They're like, they're like if I go back. Especially when, if JFK had survived, things would have been different. I'm not so sure that JFK would have been the champion of African-American civil rights the way that Lyndon B. Johnson was. Mm-hmm. He JFK, wasn't a fan of Sammy Davis. He, he didn't let Sammy Davis in the White House. Really? Sickening. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very He wouldn't sickening. let him in? 
He he's did that's like kind of how Frank Sinatra became a Republican after campaigning for Kennedy. And that's why was Sammy the Davis. snubbing of Sammy Davis. Yeah, he, he, JFK wouldn't let him in the White House. And then Sammy yeah, Davis, yeah, like you can't come in here. He went in over to Richard Nixon and people called him uh, an Uncle Tom basically because of that. But it was like all backwards. Yeah. really. People are silly, you know. I didn't and, know that. Yeah, it's interesting stories. Sammy Davis. Maybe was a cool it was because, but well, maybe it was because he was Jewish. But JFK mm-hmm. wasn't anti-black people, was he? JFK was unwilling to use his political capital in a first term to stand up for African American civil rights. There are a lot of people who think that JFK wanted to be a domestic president, but the ongoing situation in Vietnam and the fallout from Bay of Pigs, he was so wrapped up in foreign policy. Yeah. They had a lot going on in like with the friendship policies in Latin America. They were taking out dictators left and right back in those days. I forget exactly which year they took out the Brazilian uh, president, but that was around that time. JFK was it, it was a, it was a time of hope, and he was a president of optimism. But he was very much a hopey change guy. He yeah. was very popular when he died. Yeah, I was just looking at the approval ratings. Trump is lower than everyone, except he's higher than Jimmy Carter was when he left office, and he's higher <laughs> than George H. W. Bush. <laughs> now it is worth noting that those two people are the only one-term presidents with the exception of JFK since that time. Yeah. JFK's approval rate was like 62%. Donald Damn, Trump really has high. not moved 41% since the day he got in. He has lost zero support. <laughs> what if Trump, is, uh, he goes down in history as Jimmy Carter, like a Jimmy Carter type, where people look back and think, actually, you know. Jimmy Carter has grown on a lot of people. Right. Yeah, I, rem- I uh, Jimmy Carter, I mean, he's uh, he's constantly building habitats for humanity. He just seems like a nice man. I mean, Jimmy Carter is the complete opposite. He had to give up his peanut farm. Trump has kept a multi-billion dollar international (laughs) company. And and I think Jimmy Carter was a man with ideology. The thing about Trump that I believe 100%, and I take a little umbrage when people compare Trump to Hitler because I think it's extremely rude to the 12 million people that Hitler killed. (laughs) Donald Trump has no plan for America. He has no agenda, and he has no wishes. His only desire is to be on the news that day. (laughs) There's no plan for America. You know, he he doesn't even want to go to Kansas. He's not really (laughs) planning on anything. So you think Hillary was a better planner? I think Hillary had a. I said Hitler. uh, Oh oh, no! But but you hear what you want to hear. No 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 no! no. (laughs) Hitler was a horrible, odious human being, and he carried out a completely heinous agenda. Donald Trump doesn't have an agenda. There's no plan. Yeah, that's fair. And this, so do you think that if JFK hadn't been murdered, would we have Donald Trump today? I Damn, mean, they I have know. crazy stuff where he isn't murdered, and then there's a domestic attack on the U.S., and people end up in refugee camps. Yeah, so in this show, this is... Uh, so a lot of times when JFK dies in... Um, or when JFK survives in... When people think about the future, they often think, oh, things would have been better. But in this show, they uh, they say, well, it actually got way worse. And because America turns into... Like, uh, it turns into... A like huge, a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah, everything's falling apart and... But and yet there was no Vietnam War in yeah. this show. That's so true. I don't understand what we would have gotten so angry about. It sounds like Vietnam was a huge part of our problems. Back uh, in the day. I mean, it, they keep it really vague. I'm actually gonna. I was planning to look up like to find out in the novel, like if there's like any, um, if there's any like more explanation as to what in sociopolitics caused this disaster, or if it's kept. I mean, it, the smart thing is to keep it as vague as possible, because then. It won't be picked apart by people who know. So stuff. the smart thing to do is to keep it as vague as possible. But what that does for this show is makes 
the geopolitical world building thing a moot point in the true story, the love story between James Franco and Sadie, which couldn't be any less engaging. <laughs> I would love <laughs> to hear hypotheticals about America without Kennedy. Yeah. I, I don't need to see James Franco make the decision. Ultimately, do you love the relationship or do you love the woman enough to let go of the relationship so that she can have a happy Right, life? because <laughs> what is pushing James Franco the entire time is that he's supposed to end up with Sadie. But if he does, then she dies. Also, James Franco goes to Lisbon, Maine, which I am wondering. Yeah. I think that might be a nod <laughs> to his Portuguese heritage. Oh. <laughs> Specifically, I'm wondering. That's interesting. Um, I don't think it is. James Franco. He's shamed. He, he's, he's ashamed. <laughs> he goes back in time. He actually conf- he physically confronts and fights Lee Harvey Oswald. Which is cool. In he, Lee was his neighbor. There's That's a, what you yeah. like, don't you, John Paul? You like love when historical characters are oh, brought to life. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so, like, J- James Franco fighting, fist fighting <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald is right up your alley. It would be good. It would be It would be like if uh, It would be like if Arnie Hammer beat up St- General Stonewall, you know? Yes. It's cool. It, it is cool. And and Lee Harvey is a total wimp. You think so? Oh, such a wimp. He does wait. So he does get overwhelmed by like just James Franco in a suit and he has a gun. Yeah. Can, can we revisit the theory for a second? What? In in that theory where the CIA guy shoots the second shot accidentally. Yeah. What? Why did? What was Lee Harvey Oswald's motive? Why? And that's the thing too. Lee Harvey Oswald has no motive. He's just a crazy. He, yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald is like there's no like he has connections to Russia and to other countries. Basically, every country that Lee Harvey was, like, involved with told him to go away. Like, he tried to defect to Cuba, and Cuba was like, please leave us alone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He went to Mexico. There's, like, a thing where he went to Mexico, and he, like, tried to get the American embassy to, like, let him to go to Cuba. Was he going to spread Dookie on the walls? (laughs) (laughs) Little Assange action? Little Assange. And uh, basically, the whole time, people are just like, Lee, you're really, truly a pain in the ass. So he was a very unstable man. Unstable, annoying, and a wife beater like James, like Sean Connery. Gosh, yeah. not true. <laughs> Who you oddly defended at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> I just think that some crimes are worse than others. Well, there are certain, some have, crimes are worse Have you been in a situation of time travel? I have been in a situation of time travel before. I actually have been, too. <laughs> well, I have, too. <laughs> Have you? Because I also yes. actually have been in. Time I have. So I was. Me too. Yes, I. I've time traveled. The year was 1865. Eight, the year was 1865, and Abe Lincoln was about to be assassinated. When was he assassinated? 1865. Uh, I got it right. All right. The year was 1865, and Abe Lincoln was about to be assassinated. Living in 2020, I knew this would cause the South to not follow through on many of the agreements that they had made post-Civil War, and the country would never truly heal because the country would never really come to terms with the history of racism and would just continue its indifference. Wow. I figured this would be different if Honest Abe lived, so I had to try time travel back. The only working time machine in America at the time was a glory hole in a gonquit main. <laughs> oh, my God. Where I would, <laughs> I, was, I would have to set my Apple Watch to a specific date <laughs> and then jerk off six men with my mouth while truly... <laughs> And honestly, it's five, but the six is for good luck. <laughs> the boys came, and I the boys came on the watch, and I flew back to the night of Abe's assassination. <laughs> I stopped Wilkes Booth, and the country threw a huge party for me. Abe invited me up to the Oval Office. He was nude. I was a little concerned. I said, uh, he said to me, "Son, do you want to see what's underneath this top hat?" Took the top hat off his lap, and a six-inch penis on a six-eight man looked very small. And I started to laugh. Oh! Abe flipped his shit. 
He asked me where I was from. I told him I was a good Irish boy from Boston. Abe said, your people will regret the day you laughed at my penis. <laughs> oh, my God. I said, your people? What do you mean, your people? I said, Abe, it's not your fucking fault, guy. But the damage was done. He put me on a ship with hundreds of other hundreds of other white blue-collar Boston <laughs> Irish guys and sent in... St- <laughs> Sent us to Africa in, in chains and shackles. Oh, nice. Yes. To make up for the cost of war, the Americans picked up selling slaves, which is a great gig because nobody ever gets mad at the country who sold the slaves, just the buyers. <laughs> Irish people wow. spent the next hundreds of years as slaves in Africa. My plan had worked, though. America had solved its racism problem by s- sending all the Boston Irish guys back to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, though, when history glitches in the time continuum, you will hear Boston Irish guys in our timeline talking about being slaves, too. <laughs> and that's because they are getting very real visions of the life they had on the other side of the time continuum. Wow, that's incredible. Interesting, Would right? You, when you were uh, sold into white slavery, did you wear? Did they have you wear kinte cloth like Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> no, I, I. they made us just wear our... Uh, our hats. Are you, oh, our your Boston bowlers. <laughs> yes, our scally apps. I went back to save RBG. Oh, and wow. I visited her in the hospital. Uh, hold on. I wanted to go back to save RBG from dying. This was mostly because the time machine technology was not very advanced. It was brand new, and they could only go back a maximum of six months. <laughs> so I had few options, and I settled on RBG. I went back to save RBG and visit her in the hospital. People have been saying that she was sharp as a tack. And she was a queen, and she was fit and sharp at 87, and she was ready for any job with a very big, powerful brain. (laughs) I decided that this was probably true. As we know, obesity is the cause of all health problems. (laughs) So I figured if I went back in time and helped RBG exercise and lose weight, she would probably survive. (laughs) She must have died from being obese. (laughs) When I showed up in RBG's room, I was appalled. It turned out, like most 87-year-olds, she was not fat, she was very frail, and she was really not tech-savvy. <laughs> she was in way in over her head on the Constitution, and I was a little worried as to how she would understand cases like net neutrality. <laughs> Ultimately, I decided, uh, since I was here, I would save her. She had to lose some weight. I decided to take her on a White Mountains hike oh with, <laughs> with a man named Bane Michaels. For the first few hours, RBG was doing great, but Bane wanted to push on. As we summoned our third mountain, he wanted to take a shirtless photo for Instagram. Nice. He handed me his phone to take the photo, and he ripped his shirt off. As his shirt went flying, it hit RBG in the face. The winds, high winds of the Washington (laughs) mountain, meant that it wrapped around her and suffocated her. She immediately (laughs) fell down the mountain, dying upon impact. (laughs) This impacted my timeline, but not in a way that was at all good for the greater good and was significantly worse for me individually. (laughs) In my timeline as the original, RBG is still dead, but now I am incarcerated for assassinating a Supreme Court justice. Damn, so you just killed her a little bit earlier. Uh, some would say I actually did delay the death by about two and a half hours because <laughs> it, it was a really long hike. <laughs> which it was did. a long fall. It was really, <laughs> really long. Damn, I also, just like James Franco in the show, I was involved with time travel. I looked at, I look at I, when I look back at the sorry state of the world, I see a lot of negative things. Trump, COVID-19, and the racial division in the United States, I trace it all back to one famous death that cost the world its innocence. 
So I decided to get up and I went to an Amazon time machine location after studying the Wikipedia page for the death of Princess Diana of Wales. Yes. I traveled back to the night of August 30th, 1997 to Paris, France, where I bought a motorcycle and a portable CD player and a Spice Girls album to listen to so I could pass the time. (laughs) I posted up alongside the road that led to the tunnel where the crash occurred. Uh, and I re-listened to If You Want to Be My Lover for the 11th time as my CD player had electronic skip protection. (laughs) (laughs) I knew I had to change history for the good of the world. The Mercedes carrying Princess Diana (laughs) rounded a corner doing over 100 kilometers per hour, which was over twice the legal speed limit. The driver, Henry Paul, was drunk and on prescription medications. Wow. As I started racing my motorcycle after them, I was surrounded by paparazzi on other bikes, flashing their flashes, trying to get shots of Princess Di in the car. As I accelerated, I pulled up alongside the car as it started to lose control. I wrenched open the door, reached in, and caught hold of an arm and braked hard. The car careened away, hit the left wall, and then collided head-on with a 13th pillar in the tunnel and burst into flames. As we watched the car burn, Dodi Fayed, Princess Di's boyfriend, an Egyptian film producer, looked at me and said, You saved me. I said, I had to, Dodi. The world without you is a world I can't live in. I drove Dodie back to his hotel room. And as I was comforting him over the death of his girlfriend, we ended up having sex. The media was all over us as we left Dodie's hotel the next morning. And the royal family took shots of us in the me- uh, took shots at us in the media as we could not keep our hands off each other, even slipping away during Princess Di's funeral so I could give Dodie a blowjob oh, in a nearby no. mosque. <laughs> Sick. As it turned out, saving Dodie really didn't change the world for the better. 9-11 still happened, along with the war in Afghanistan and Iraq and COVID-19. As a time traveler, maybe I should have warned people about these tragedies, but I was a little busy getting dicked down by the hottest <laughs> film producer Egypt had ever given the world. Wow. So. We talked earlier about how working <laughs> stinks because it's just doing stuff that's not important. Yeah. yeah. It's so fat. If you were a paparazzo yes. during... The princess died. Right? You had to have quit immediately. How could you say, "Oh, I tried to get a photo of a woman in a car, and now she's dead"? Wait, was <laughs> the driver actually hopped up on prescription pills? Uh, when I read the Wikipedia page, yeah, it said the driver was drunk and on pills. So the so it wasn't really the paparazzi's fault. It looks well, like it maybe kind of was because drunks like to follow lights when they drive. <laughs> so they like to follow brake lights closely. <laughs> and he was probably Henry Paul was trying to look at the blinks of the paparazzo. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's sad. It is sad that Dodie died. The other gro- <laughs> the other broad too, I guess. So I, I've talked about this. The only time, the first time I ever saw my dad like actually cry and be sad about something. Was when Princess Di died. Have really? Have you talked to him since? What was it about that moment? That I don't really know why it fucked him up so bad. Do you think it was he beat a to her? He probably thought she was pretty attractive. She was a, a... But my dad never masturbated. Never? I don't think so. Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would disagree with Stephen King. I think America didn't lose its innocence with JFK. I think it was with Princess Di. Dude. I think we never had innocence if we started as a slave country. Assorted sin. Yeah, we we have original sin on our hands here. Yes, we do. And it's fucked up. We need to get cleansed. Yes, it is. We need to become Christians again, all of us. Dude, <laughs> I there was this guy. All right, so I was in Framingham, right? Framingham. Framingham before From I came down home. there. I was sitting in McDonald's parking lot, and I felt my van, like, shake. And Someone I, gave you a little tap. Dude, I look behind. I look up. Were you eating or Wi-Fi? Porn or, or I was food? I was eating and watching the following. <laughs> And uh, this 85-year-old man 
has become lost and disoriented. That's mm. horrifying. And he's like, I need to find Home Depot. So I tell him where Home Depot is, and he's just, he's like, he's exhausted. He's like leaning on my van for support. And so I go, Home Depot is like a mile down the road that way. And as I was like, what are you, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. And he, he walks over to like a grassy area, and he just lays down in the grass. <laughs> he's laying there. He's like 80, he's like, I'm 85. And he goes, I remember he goes, there's just not many good people in the world anymore. And that really pissed me off for some reason. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I knew he was having a, an episode. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe so he I fucking walk out there and I'm like, hey, where's your car? And then turns out his daughter dropped him off. He wanted to go to Home Depot to get a tool to trim his trees. His daughter just left him at Home Depot? <laughs> his daughter dropped him off somewhere. And he was going to walk to Home Depot, but he got lost. That can't be true. Then he got tired. So I fucking load this old geezer up in the van. You I got him in the car? Yeah, I go load him in the van. I drove him to Home Depot. Did he try to make a pass at you? <laughs> <laughs> he's 85 years old. He's uh, He says his name is Donald. And uh, I, drove him to the, I drove him to the Home Depot. Did you see his daughter? Did he make contact with I anyone? S- I said, if I drive you to Home Depot, can you? Co- he has a phone. So I'm like, can you contact your daughter and get a ride home? And he said yes, but... At that point, maybe he's lying, but I just wanted. To, I wanted. Him, I was annoyed. I was like, I want to help. I don't. I mean, so I. I don't oh. want to help this guy, but I have to. I yeah. see what happened when you were upset when you said there's no good people in the world. I thought you were being upset at rose-colored glasses. You were upset because he was saying you weren't a good person and you needed to be out. It's just a stupid thing to say. Yeah, to me. yeah. He's eighty. He's eighty-five. Whatever. There's no good people in the world. You fucking idiot. I helped you out. You fucking asshole. <laughs> Yeah, helped you out. He, he could have tossed me a hundred. He didn't. What if he, <laughs> gave, what if he gave you six grand? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't try to make a sexual advance at you. He was old. How was the hair down or up? Uh huh. Hair. Oh, your hair. hair. My hair. Was, my hair was. His done hair up. was down, but then he put it up so he could get down. <laughs> Were there any specific moments from the show that you wanted to cover? Um. Eleven twenty two six three. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, his wife gets shot in the face. <laughs> yes, the, the, during the, he gets shot by the Lee Harvey's wife. Well, there's this. Um, he goes back in time and he, he's, he thinks it's going to make things better, but when he comes back to the present, he finds that things seem to be worse. Like we can hear in this clip right here. Just answer me. Answer me one thing. What was John F. Kennedy reelected in nineteen sixty four? What the fuck you want to know about Kennedy for? I just do. He was president two times before Wallace. Wallace? George Wallace was president? What what about Vietnam? Was there a Vietnam War? No. Robert Kennedy, was was he killed in 1968? I don't think so. 9-11. 9-11. Does that mean anything to you? What, what did Kennedy do when, when he was president? Anything good? Oh, are you talking about the camps? The camps? I took my mama and my brother and sister to a Kennedy refugee camp back in 75. After the first bombings, we didn't have no place else to go. But the camps were bad places. Bad things happened there. They only got taken away. 
Tucker joined the militia when he was 15. I've never seen him again. When Mama died of the flu, I just ran away. Where were, where were they called Kennedy camps? Because he founded them. When he wasn't president anymore. After the riots and the bombs. I don't understand. I thought JFK would have made things better. Yeah, there's chaos. Everything is burned out, and he wants to know if the diner is still there. And the woman yeah. he talks to who's pushing a shopping cart is rightfully freaked out because he's also wearing anachronistic clothing. Yeah. He's in this classic 50s suit in a bowler hat, which <laughs> you would look crazy if you wore that right now. Is that Neil Young, that old guy? Oh, is that? I don't I think so. I felt like it was Neil Young. I'm Neil Young passed away. No. Neil Young? No, John Prine. Died. I, I mean, Neil Young could have too. I think Neil Young died. No, we I would have seen more posts about it. I maybe don't I'm think you would have. How much does Neil Young just mean to you? Just fucking Google it. Well, <laughs> is I, Neil Young dead? I guess he's dead to us. Yeah, Neil Young, I think died. He was in. He was a passenger with Dodie. What about Neil <laughs> Neil Diamond? Neil Young, not dead. Oh, in my face, dude. Who am I thinking he's of? He's seventy-four. Who's the? Doesn't guy? it look like him? That's it does like, look like him. Yeah, that looks like the guy. That, and that, Neil Young may have played an older man in this show that was a creep. Had an interaction with James Franco's character, which you couldn't yeah. really discern it, it, from the final episode. Right, and it was it was unsettling because James Franco made him take off the plastic underwear that he had on so that he could <laughs> lick his balls. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I it was is horrifying though that James Franco would do that in acting class. People want to learn to act, and they think they can from a great. And then he James is a. It's surprising that he still has a career because that all came out at the time that everybody was going down. I'm not sure how much of a career he does have. Dude, he, last year he was like up for best actor. No, the disaster. Artist. The disaster artist would have won the Oscar. This story is the reason it did not. Uh, that that Oscar was uh, t- a ton of people lost. The Nat Turner movie lost Oscar buzz because that guy had a rape charges resurface when he was right, in college. Right. And they had built that around him as auteur. He wrote it, he directed it, he started it. It was a great movie. And then a week later, you know, that came out in July. Hey, and it was like an old, old allegation. It was an allegation from college, yeah. yeah. It was a 15-year-old allegation. Matt Patricia, coach of the Detroit Lions, he was up for an award. He was up for an Oscar, <laughs> yeah. He's uh, <laughs> Yeah, he, he was acting as a competent coach when really he's a freeloading Belichick uh, <laughs> acolyte. I think I think Franco probably has a career though. Still, I think Franco's going to be fine long term. He's hopefully he stops all the funky. Well, I think it's interesting. James Franco was being a freak for a while. Like he was doing, he was doing a lot of stuff in the public eye. He was taking uh, poetry courses at Columbia and getting a master's of fine arts and poetry. He was acting on Days of Our Lives. Oh, the, that's right. He yeah. was like really, no. really. Wasn't a general hospital? Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. Really public. But if you're a film actor, you don't actually have to be public. Like <gasps> Brad Pitt doesn't have to do anything except act in movies. It's when you talk about stuff that you get. And then trouble. James Franco had the black ribbon on at the Oscars. That's he got. That's for definitely that. part of it. People Did Aziz like, too? I think Aziz. Might What's have the too. black ribbon for? It was like for like times a, up. Like, times up. Oh, he wore that. Time's up. This pussy's cooked. <laughs> Yo, man. We we spent so much time on these on allegations episode. It's so 
Did we? On this episode? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, we James, you, if you're going to talk James Franco, I don't want to hear about his his acting ability. I want this brought to light <laughs> and him shame for it. <laughs> Yeah. So well, we talk about allegations a lot on this podcast because <laughs> there are a copious amount of allegations. It's it's comical how often this comes up because every single person in Hollywood is a predator. Well, and then you can't talk up like I would feel so stupid right now if I was like, oh, I've I've have been enjoying film. I watched about nine Woody Allen movies that were really great. <laughs> I really like the way he oversaturates color in some of his newer films, like Wonder Wheel, and I like. The style of cinematography where you walk into a wide shot, and I really relate to his fear of death. And then someone would immediately be like, uh, didn't he molest someone? <laughs> and I'd be like, well, yeah, you, yeah, you know, uh, I, 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 what am I going to say? It's like becoming a JFK guy. Yes. Like, look, I've done the research into the Woody thing. I'm not going to become a JFK guy. I can't become a Woody guy. You can't be a Woody <laughs> defender, you no, know? No, it's tough to be a Woody defender, tough to be a Franco and defender. And I've previously been a for, com- for, for comedic purposes. <laughs> An O.J. Simpson defender, and that has a bit of honor to it. I think, yeah. in a way, in a weird way, was well, because he is way. innocent. Yeah, he's innocent <laughs> yeah, for sure. But if you were to defend Woody, people would be like, just, just say nothing. Just watch the movie and don't tell anybody. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would be. It's very odd that you would go to bat for Woody because it's kind of like one of those things where some people say, "Hey, when you make fun of Trump for being fat, you're not hurting Trump's feelings. You're hurting all those fat people's feelings." And it's kind of the same thing. You don't need to get into the nitty-gritty of the allegations with Woody Allen because there's a lot of people out there. None of us have got into the nitty-gritty. No, but people no. do. I'm saying this is why I wouldn't because there are sexual abuse victims who are child abuse victims. What, what are you going to be talking about, screaming at someone on the 7 train about Woody Allen? It's just, <laughs> it, just let it be. I'm talking about James Franco's allegations. I know, but James Franco doesn't mean anything to me as an artist. Woody Allen's films... I. Are amazing. There's a there's a new movie out this week oh, that was shelved for over a year because of the allegations. You're gonna go see it? Well, it would be interesting, but I don't want to see a movie indoors. But I can't stream this movie. Uh, it's kind of a rainy day in New York. Timothy Chalamet is in it. You know, <laughs> 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 oh boy! What's Timothy Chalamet playing? You know, well, it's he's a playing classic. one of Woody Allen's victims. <laughs> no, no, he's <laughs> playing. Uh, Timothy Chalamet is a college student dating a college girl, and they. They go Good. into the city from their college because the girl has a meeting with a high-profile writer. And uh, he's, they're going to have this romantic meeting. And then Timmy Chalamet gets cucked, and it becomes a my girlfriend's boyfriend situation. Wait a minute. By Woody <laughs> Allen? Woody no, Woody Allen doesn't play the professor. I, I but that's – dude, I mean, that was my big problem. I read the book, the sequel to Call Me By Your Name. That writer Call Me By Your Last Name. <laughs> <laughs> that, that writer is a kook. He's so obsessed with like j- age gaps in relationships. The whole book is about how every other person in the book, all the other characters, ev- there's literally 30 year age gaps in all the sex scenes. Are they gay men? They're not gay, all gay men. Oh, that w- there's like a 50 year old man and a 22 year old woman at one point. Really? Yes. There's no like people that are like in the same age group that hook up. Not until the end when Army Hammer and or until the two the two guys who fucked back in the day. Start fucking again. Mm. And how old was the peach? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, these, it was very odd to me. This guy's so obsessed with gender games. Oh, a lot of people are very, them. very obsessed. Now, Scott Kolov, now Scott, he wrote a book about dating a high school student when he was a college student. That was an early book. There's some French writer who's a real, real creep. Yeah. He, he just had a reckoning, but the French society, they got they got some issues with I just, I just put out a movie on Netflix called Cuties. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wrote and directed a movie called Cuties. What it's the hell is Cuties about? I don't. I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I really refuse to I, know. I think I'm gonna go. That's how I, I'm gonna start looking. Should we do it? I'm because uh, I alluded no. to this on one episode. Right? Yeah. There is a sub theory <laughs> that I think the director of Cuties is a black woman, and so yes. people are like, "This is racist to denigrate race. It's misogynoir to denigrate her." And Netflix did her dirty by making that poster. Yeah, that's what I've heard. But I, I'm I, not it, going there, though. I'm not watching it. Hey, I, you, well, you're crazy. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and start go to Jobbers this week, and then ever, whenever someone says, "Where do you see yourself in five years?" I'm gonna say, "Same place I am now, watching Cuties all day." <laughs> <laughs> it's I sit at home and watch Cuties. I That's think, a great joke. I think that the Cuties Clementine company is like implicated and has had to do PR for it. What's the Clementine? You company? never got to the dem. The like, you know how sometimes you can go to the grocery store and you can get fruit. The or small you can Clementines. Get free chopped fruit. Th- those are called Cuties. S- small Clementines yeah. in a bag. There's the brand is called Cuties. In Cuties are fantastic Clementines. Yes, they are. But <laughs> they're in trouble now, too? I yeah, think, dude. I think they had to make a few statements and say, hey, we're not the Cuties. Like, we are, <laughs> we're a Clementine company. That's so... Yeah, I d- we should do that show for the pot. No. Yeah, I refuse. It's no. a film. I, I refuse. I don't. I would like to make <laughs> jokes about watching it, but I have no desire to actually watch it. Yeah, yeah John Paul can't roll into the McDonald's parking lot <laughs> streaming Cuties. <laughs> Dude, if I if I if I go to Burger King and I go search cuties on their <laughs> Wi-Fi, I'll get arrested within a minute. Immediately, the yeah. Burger King will come out and declare me <laughs> as a, as a as a non-loyal a subject. <laughs> um, yeah, this show, I as much as I'm disappointed in his actions, I th- I like Franco, the actor. See, Franco doesn't do anything for me. I think Franco's actor. handsome. I like his smile. His teeth were a little gross in this. I think he's very blank slate. There's not a lot going on. With well, him. that's what you want in an actor that can mm. do all the roles of, as this a blank is, slate. How can you not stand up for your countryman, a Portuguese American? Because yeah. a Portuguese American with allegations. He's a self-hating <laughs> Portuguese American. I think he's only a quarter. He doesn't do you it. You don't know him. if he's self-hating. Well, he he doesn't declare every day that he is Portuguese. <laughs> I think I'm self-hating. Dude, I, I I'm I'm a Franco guy for sure. I love like, his brother too. He's good actor. Steve or Dave? Dave. Dave. Yeah. Let's do a uh, let's a do Deepak a role Chopra. Play. Yeah, Deepak Chopra. Something My like. Deepak Chopra moment was um, watching a man overcome his allegations to go on and start <laughs> in a great show. My Deepak Chopra moment was the sartorial sense of uh, the ca- the the cast and designer. I thought that their the costumes, especially when the three women, Sadie, was in that pink convertible, they were great. Yeah. I thought my Deepak Chopra moment was the sexual tension between James Franco and Sadie when she's in her 80s. Yeah, that was sick. He yes. Was, they were dancing there on the dance floor, and like I was like, this might he might close the deal with her. My Deepak Chopra moment was also that. It was so sweet. The back and forth and the good, playful banter that was sexual. Yeah, they, like he might, I think he should have fucked her. And he, that's an age gap did. that I'm into in, in lovemaking. 70-year-old woman, 20-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's probably thirty. Yeah. Okay. But but yeah, that's something that's not explored very often at all. So it was good to see that. I mean, there was no actual sex in the yeah, show. Yeah, there was not a fuck scene. But <laughs> it, it didn't allude to them actually having sex at all. Mm. <laughs> what do you want to do for role play? I'll be the old granny. All right, you'll be Sadie. <laughs> I'll be Sadie's cousin from Lisbon, Maine. Are you I'll old? be uh, I'll be JFK. Still, yeah, I'm old. Oh, okay. Oh, hello, JFK. Well, hey, it's very nice to see you, young ladies. You're looking chipper. Hey, how old are you two? How old are you two? You guys, forty-one, thirty. How old are you, Jay? Me, 
Well, I was about 40 years old in 1963, so I guess I'm, what am I, 120? <laughs> no, you're a little off. Your math is bad, but that, <laughs> you know, that'll happen when you you're 96. You don't need to be good I'm at 96? Yeah, you're around 96. I wow, think. We're, wow, you could still be alive. But, uh, Jay. Yeah, uh, yes, uh, yeah, yes. Do you have sex with 82-year-olds? Are you 82? I'm 82. I'm 86. Well, I definitely don't do it. I Were de- you well, 69 and well, 86 I, year old? <laughs> I definitely don't. Hey, I definitely you don't. You gotta go with the 82 year old. You got an 86, the 86 year old. You ever work in a kitchen, JFK? You know that's. I definitely, I definitely don't have sex when I'm waiting in line to vote for the president. I'll tell you that. <laughs> what if I just come down there and? Hey, that booth looks bigger. That's an extra wide booth over there for the three of us. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's one of the larger hey, Americans. JFK, you ever make love in a double wide trailer? <laughs> I've had I've had sex with Marilyn Monroe, and uh, my brother had sex with a government agent that tried to kill him. So Marilyn Monroe. Don't yeah. you should watch your mouth about Marilyn. You? She's a beautiful girl, Why the hell and it was it was very sad when I had to I'm have her killed. I'm sorry that I slut shamed her. You know me, JFK. I am a woman, and women are tougher on women than women. <laughs> it's true. The biggest yes. enemy to women is women. And I'm gonna be tough on this pussy when she gets over here into the bowls with me. Were you guys gonna play around and like no, watch that happen? Yes. We're, we're cousins <laughs> in our eighties. We're distant cousins. Distant. No, hey, no. That's how the time works, right? When we were cousins, when we were children, remember we did the same thing. Now, when you get older, it's similar. No, yes, no, yes. No, I, we I experimented back then. We experimented. I don't feel you know, that's true. Yes. You guys did that. Yes. You're yes. in Maine, Sadie. You're not in Kentucky. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, you shot him. Oh, I didn't get to vote. No, JFK is Wait, let me vote. If she, Donald if, Trump. No, no. <laughs> if she dies before she votes, she's gonna end up voting Democrat. <laughs> Check. I voted for Jill Stein. <laughs> Oh man, I give eleven twenty two sixty three a five. It is got some cool production value, but it is very dull. Yeah, boring. Yeah, I give it a six because it's really dull, but there is production value and it gets bonus points for an interesting subject matter. It is possible I would watch more of this because I want to know more about JFK. This is why would you watch this though? This is a fake world of JFK. <laughs> so was Oliver Stone's JFK. Yeah, that's but, a good point. Know. Yeah, I give it a three. Um, boring as fuck. Good night, America. We love you.